Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gamers Lounge Podcast. My name is John Motors. With me as always is Eric and Nathaniel. What is going on, fellas? Not much. <laughs> Hanging out on a Friday night. Yeah, it is um, Friday, isn't it? It's weird because I, I was <laughs> off today, so it felt like a Saturday. I'm not usually off on Fridays, so I have to travel to I have to travel for work Sunday. So I I didn't go into I didn't work today, and I'm like, oh, it's Saturday, it's Saturday, and I keep thinking tomorrow is Sunday. It's like, oh. <laughs> now that you said Friday, I'm like, oh yeah, it is Friday, isn't it? I totally because Nikki was off too, so yeah, she's <laughs> off for the she's off for Veterans Day, so we were both home. So it's like. Man. It's my uh, it, uh, it less than twenty four hours and my days are already screwed up. <laughs> oh, you had the time change earlier this week, and yep. the different days off to just completely throw off your uh, yeah. clock. Uh huh. <laughs> and then have to drive all day Sunday for for work, you know, and then uh, that's going to throw everything off too. So, oh well, I mean, you know, you know what is it? Uh, they always say, uh, "Oh, uh, first world problems." That's what. It is. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the time change has been the worst for some reason. Usually time change doesn't bother me, but this time around it's been, it's been weird. I don't know why. It's, it doesn't matter which one it is. They always throw me off. Yeah. I think it's because it's been so warm here lately. It got cold and then it got warm again. And then it's, then the time changed and I'm like, wait a minute. Now it's cold again. And it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to Florida next week, so it's or the week after next. So that's like I'm gonna get warm again, and then come home and maybe be like, oh, it's cold. <laughs> About the time I get used to the cold, it's uh, it's gonna get warm. I'm gonna be warm again. But oh well. But yeah, that's why we're you now. Last week Eric couldn't be here, so it worked out because that way we can have the week that you know that I was gonna be gone. So it's like okay, cool. Uh, it works out. We take a take a two week break now instead of later. So, but, uh, but yeah, so we'll start out like we always do with what we've been playing. I haven't been playing much. I, I'll just say I've been playing Assassin's Creed, uh, Mirage and it's, it's Assassin's Creed. I think I said, you know, quite a bit about it last week. So, or last show. So it was really, I really don't have anything more, <laughs> more to add. I haven't gotten that f- much, uh, that much farther into it, but it's still, it's still fun. I'm glad I may end up buying it. I mean, I've I've did the month of uh, Ubisoft Plus to try it out and see if I liked it. So, and it renewed yesterday. So it's like, well, maybe I'll just go ahead and buy the game if I'm still playing it after paying it for two months. I might as well just buy it. <laughs> there's nothing nothing else at this point on Ubisoft Plus that I would be playing that I don't already have. So it's like, eh, well, because uh, the, the rumor is it's that Star Wars game is probably going to get pushed back so it's like oh well that's too bad but i would buy it anyway so i mean it's good what else push there it back to make big, it good yeah there was exactly. another big title that got pushed back recently what was it it's the pirate game right oh the skull and crossbones yeah uh, that, i don't know if that game's ever coming out i mean i've played the i played the beta for it for months and it's like i don't understand why they keep pushing it back because it seems pretty done in the beta so it's like let's just release it. There must be it. somebody high up enough that's just like, no, we can't cancel it. We must keep going. I guess. I don't know. It's still missing that one feature I want. I Put think it it's there. probably because they hope that they can have that one hit well enough to get money because it's a live service type of a game. Yeah. If it wasn't, they probably would just cancel it by now. Software yeah. as a service. I don't know. It's it's that's that's a weird one to me that I have not. Which figured makes out. no sense because all those kinds of games are going way downhill as far as profitability goes. Yeah, I Which mean, is why like Sony just delayed like a bunch of theirs. Yeah, so. uh-huh. 
It's I don't I don't understand. And you know, like all the problems with Bungie recently, because mm -hmm. Destiny hasn't been doing well. That's partly just because they kind of screwed people, themselves people over with the game. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people do. I mean, <laughs> some people do. You know, whether I, they're happy or not is another question. Right. And I, I downloaded <laughs> it onto the ROG Ally when I first got it and booted it up. And that's the first time I booted it up in a while just to see how it ran on that thing. And then I uninstalled it. <laughs> it was like, yep, runs good. It's fun to play. Okay. You know, that was, that was literally the only reason why I ever uh, I put it on there was just because it's like, look, I can play Destiny and handheld. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah, these live service games, it's something's. Something's going to happen, yeah. I'm afraid, with some of this stuff. And yeah, just, the problem uh, is just these big interest. companies don't realize that there can only be like a small number of them in the market that are successful because there's yeah. only a certain number of players who just gravitate to those games. Right. And you'll get you know some like other people checking in, but they won't stay for like the long term for mm -hmm. like what you want. And so that means all the other ones there's nothing left because those players are all still playing you know destiny or they're playing warframe or they're playing one of the few other ones that are like still fairly successful and trying to do a new one of those is difficult right yeah. whether you do it well or not it could be a great game and you're still not successful just because there's not enough of a player base to keep it going right yeah i mean you can only play so many live service games I mean, right just... there's only so much time in the day even if you do nothing else <clears throat> yeah exactly so but uh, Nathaniel, go ahead and talk about what you've been playing. I know you've been playing uh, uh, Alan Wake, and we're all anxious to hear about that. So. I'll get to that one second. Yeah. I'll wrap up Baldur's Gate 3 since uh, the last show I have completed it. Credits rolled. I sat and watched ah. all, like, 30 minutes of those credits. They're very long. <laughs> Beat it before me. Nice work. That game is a freaking masterpiece. It is Far and away the game of the year of this year, for many reasons. I'm so close, but like I'm they so just won a bunch out, of awards, man. like the Golden Joystick yeah, things. Yeah, they won a bunch. Yeah, of they won like five or six or something there for various things, and I'm sure they'll win a bunch of other ones, things from other places as well. Because that game is just ridiculously well made in every aspect, and like I don't know, it's just you just sit back and you're just like flabbergasted about it almost. It's just like, how did they pull this off? Even considering that it took like six years or whatever that they were working on it. Mm. And that's on top of all, just like the institutional knowledge they have from all the like previous RPGs that they've been making for like the last, like kind of two decades or whatever that studio has been around. They keep learning all these different lessons and eventually came here and it was all worth it. Because there's so many times in their past that they almost went like bankrupt and went under, mm -hmm. and just barely like pull themselves out of the fire a little bit. Like the first uh, original sin was one that like they barely got out the door, and then it was successful and kept them afloat. Yeah. So yeah, like the fact that they've now gotten to Baldur's Gate three and it's so like ridiculously well made and good. It's like the only game of its type, really, because I don't think there's any other. DRPG or game like this that has this level of AAA polish and huge budget that they had for this game. Yeah. And oh. just how like complicated it is because it's like got very deep <clears throat> mechanics. It's got so many different characters that are all voiced, all well animated, all super well designed. It's got a you know, bunch of different details in the story that can go different based on choices that you make. And it's it's ridiculously huge too, and yet it's still polished, like, from start to finish. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. So, like, I don't remember... 
I don't remember if last time I don't think I had done uh my favorite boss fight in the game yet last time. But uh there's an optional boss fight. Come on, just tell me just an tell optional me. area that's in the hells that the boss is basically like taunting you and singing yeah. his own custom fight music and it's so good. Is is his <laughs> boss so good. a devil like looking character? Oh, I mean you're in the hells, that's where the devils yeah. live in. Yeah. I, I know I know I know what you're talking about. It's even a fight that you don't necessarily get to, even if you go to that area, you have to make certain choices and then yeah. you will yeah. get into that fight and then it's just funny because he's and just like you're an idiot, and I'm gonna like roast you, like <laughs> telling you that while you know, like this fight is going on. You're like the character itself that you're fighting isn't doing it, but the soundtrack, it's his voice, and he's like singing. It's hilarious. <laughs> I had, I was very happy to do that fight again. I reloaded a save and played it a second time. Nice. That's just, <laughs> then I've listened to that song outside of the game because it's just kind of funny. Well, but then even after that, the fights at the end of the game are insane. Like. Yeah, I'm almost to the end. Nothing, I'm on the last fight. Nothing in the final, like, once it says, like, this is the point of no return, once yeah. you get like, through that, there's, like, a yeah. bit of, like, lead-up, but once you get to the actual, like, conflict part of that, there's nothing previously in the game that's the same scale. It's crazy. I, I was yeah. a little bit disappointed by a few of the fights leading up to the last one. I got in them, I'm like, this is it? I, I just smashed this guy in five minutes. That That's it? Like, that's all you I have? Was... I was not disappointed in any of the fights leading up to Well, it. I thought they were going to... Well, here, Like, honestly, the two big story bosses that, like, you go to before you go to the final ones, yeah, they were yeah. fun for different ways, even okay. though I was, like... Well, I was level 12 about, max by then, well, but it was still... They were fun fights. If you're if you're talking about who I think you're talking about, including one of them that has a stone, that fight... There was one fight that... I, I, I looked at, a, I looked at like, a, a quick guide, because I was curious, and they're like, it's really hard, do all these things. I was like, eh. Not gonna look at this the rest of this. I'll see what, and it was very, very easy for me. Like that. I was like, oh, really? But yeah, um, I mean, like any other game, it totally changes. Yeah. On who style. you have in your party, what kind of skills and magic how, how or not you have is. with you, and that will change. Like, like kind of like a Souls game or yeah. something, where hey, mm. this boss is like easy because you spec this way, but this boss yeah. wasn't because you're not. You know, I, it's I still to that. think. House of Grief is was the hardest part for me. You you did that in Faneuil, right? House of Grief. I did. Yeah, I've done. A, I did pretty much everything in that game. They, so they, <laughs> they, they patched it, and I guess it, it got easier. But I got to it before they patched it, and it. it was I need to remember what, what House hard. of Grief was like. That's the where fight you, part because I remember it, all of like going into it, and I'm trying yeah, to remember what the fight you take, part was. <laughs> you're down there, and they constantly hit you with like blindness and uh, uh, the other spell that makes you can't so you can't heal. And that, that gets frustrating quickly. So they're just sitting there yeah. blasting you with stuff, and you're like, ah, oh, crap. Mm-mm. I mean, there's ways around it. There's a way to cheese it, too, which I'll yeah. do. I had a little trouble with the fight that it's at the end of the Asterion companion quest oh, line. so I haven't done that. That one that's, that's the last cool. piece. That's the last piece before, like, the end. And I'm like, well, do I want to do it? Do I care? Uh, I'm, like, I I'm not mad about it because it met, let me play it a few different ways as I had to like reload after yeah. I died. It was like, oh, let me try doing this like thing, leading it. Oh wait, let me try setting like my people up this way, and it was kind of fun playing around. It's a fun thing with that so, game too. It's like even if you fail, you're like, oh, let me try it different next time to do yeah. better. So, uh, on the evil playthrough, we have uh, we are to we're in Act Two. We're to the moon, the moon, the Moonrise Tower, and that is very difficult now playing evil because you don't have the help that you had the first time if you play like the good or neutral way 
So it's uh, it's a lot more challenging than I thought it was going to be. And you kind of like, think outside the box, maybe. Like, you know, how you approach the other fights. Kind of just think about it and maybe not try that you did one way. So it's interesting. Hmm. But, but yeah, like, I, you know that a game is insane when you get to, like, the final, like, big, huge battle and they introduce a new mechanic. Yeah. And it's a new mechanic that's tied to how you have played the entire game. That sounds right. It's great. It's so <laughs> cool. Like, I got to the end of that game, and, like, the fight, you go through it, it's ridiculous even just getting to the fight, and then you get into it, and then, like, barely win the fight, and then you have, like, the whole kind of, like, endings after that, like, wrap-ups, not really endings, but, like, some wrap-ups afterwards. It doesn't have, like, a huge epilogue, but... It can be different based on like what choices you made and how you did the different companion quests and stuff. So my character had a very kind of like tragic sacrifice ending, mm. and it was really really cool. But like I was just sitting there, I was actually like in tears during the credits, partly because yeah. of just the way that it ended, and partly because the music that they have run at the beginning of the credits is just very like, I'm gonna grab your emotions and rip them out of you because yeah. this huge journey is like now over. So it's a bit of like, oh man, I'm actually done with this like amazing masterpiece. Oh man, yeah. I don't want it to be done yet. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're gonna you're gonna do it again? You're gonna hop back in there? Not Take yet. A little break. Yeah, that's that's what I I, I want. I will at again. some point, but I need to play other games that are on my list I, that I want to play. What? So <laughs> you know what I might go play, which I never. I might go play Cyberpunk. I never played it. Uh, I was reading one of the. Time on the plane, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, I was like, you know what? I, I got this. Got the Steelbook version for PS4. Wasn't it free on Game Pass too, or cheap on Game Pass at one time as well? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I, I own another. I'm pretty sure I have it on Steam or, or as we were ta- as John was talking earlier. I'm pretty sure I have it on Epic potentially. Maybe Ugh. Epic but. is fine. People it's like fine. To it's Epic just for no reason. It's a good launcher. Like. Compared to some of the other ones that people used to complain about too, it's like way better than like the old like EA launcher, maybe even the yeah, it just and all that yeah. stuff. It's like aggravates it's me. Yeah, that's all. It's just aggravating. It aggravates I, people I think, for I, no I reason whatsoever, what other than it's not Steam. Well, I think it, for most I think it bugs me is more of you have to use the app a lot of the time versus being able to use like the web interface. Like if I want to look at my game library, it's really easy to do within the app or within the application, but you know, using the web version. I'm just like, yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, yeah, I mean, it could be worse. What, right? At least it works. Yeah, and there's lots, lots of cool games. I'll make sure to complain to my coworker whose husband works for Epic, and they Sweet. are like, tell him to make it the launcher. I forget faster. if they do like QA on the launcher or something, but it's definitely related to the launcher. But yeah, yeah. I'll tell him like, hey, yeah. my friends were complaining about the Epic thing. Can you fix faster. that? Yeah, can you fix that? <laughs> faster. <Can> faster. You... <laughs> Should be like I've never heard this before. Leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> you and everybody else just always up my butt about. It. <laughs> so yeah, like like I said, uh, finishing Baldur's Gate three will let me get to other games that keep piling up on my list, and that are all just even new games that have come out in the last few months that I haven't gotten to yet. Right. So one of those was Alan Wake two. It was like it just come out, and I'm in the mood for it. So I'm like. I'll do that one first because I'm in the mood for a remedy game. And boy, I'm glad I did because this game is amazing. It's great. I've put in about 18 hours or so into it since I started on, I think, Sunday or something this yeah. past weekend. And like, 
I'm sad that it took them a decade to get to do a sequel to it, but I'm also very happy that it did because it's a much better game than if they'd been able to just do one back in the day. Yeah. Because they've learned so much since that first Alan Wake game. Like, going back to the one, I love the story, but man, mechanically that game is tough to go back to. It's just it's not as smooth. Yeah. So by the time they got Control made, Control is just like, oh, hey, yeah, we know how to make smooth playing games too and not just have cool creative levels and characters and stories and all that that like the controls are fine but they're not like great but then control by the time they got there like this also controls great so we've got the whole package and you can tell like alan wake 2 has so much like dna from control in it just from the way that like the live action video overlays work how kind of like how they have like the they have shadow monsters and stuff like the previous alan wake and the way that they kind of like disappear into like ether, like smoke stuff looks exactly like a lot of stuff disappears in uh, control. Just like the way that the lighting and shadow kind of look, you're like, oh, this is like an upgraded version of the same engine that they were using for control. Yeah. And just the way that it feels when you're moving the characters <laughs> around, like it feels very similar. Do you think it's completely different, like powers or lack of them? Well, do you think we'll get one of the limited physical companies to put out a physical release of this? Do you think, John, what do you think of the future? you think somebody will get the rights and move it out? I don't know. I doubt it at this point. I mean, yeah, it's it published cool. by Epic, and they've paid for the, the funding of it. So yeah. I'll be real surprised yeah. if they do. I mean, it's just part of well, how Remedy wanted to make this yeah. game. Yeah. Too, That'd I be think. cool. I can imagine a really sweet like case and a nice steel book to go with it. I mean, I guess they could go the route of limited run or something like that, as much as I hate to say that. I mean, yeah. I haven't bought a limited run game in forever. Yeah. It has been... February, March is the last time I bought one. It's been a while. Yeah. But like, unlike many games, I would say Alan Wake 2 was probably like PC platform was like the lead platform yeah. just based on all the tech that they've jammed into that game. And then they're like, okay, we can also get it on the modern consoles at the same time if we tweak our engine enough to do so. And because they've done all that work kind of for control, they're able to do that again this time around. So, but yeah, man, that game has so much ridiculous like graphics tech and That's engine cool. tech in it that makes it really really cool i wonder I wonder. it's like i'm running it on my pc probably it's like somewhere between the medium and high preset which means it's pretty high as far as stuff goes because even mm-hmm. low it's like it's not like the low of other games it's still like gorgeous if you have it completely down on low uh so like even if you don't have all like if you have all ray tracing turned off in the settings, you're still doing a little bit of ray tracing stuff on the side. If you've watched kind of like the digital foundry breakdown of the tech in it, they go into it way more than I could. But I've even got a little bit of like the ray tracing stuff turned on. I don't have like a frame rate counter on, but it's running smooth and well over 30. It's probably at least 40, 50, 60. Yeah. Uh, just based on how, how it's looking when I'm playing. It's super smooth. The animations are great. Like, the facial animations especially are much improved over Control, because sometimes Control got, like, a little bit weird with the way the faces looked when they are uh, animating, but this one is just like, wow, it's really, really good. And, like, it's just... There's some other stuff from Control that it, like, still does, like, the full-screen title cards for when they do new chapters with, like, a loud noise, like, <laughs> They do the same thing. They have, like, spooky red lighting a lot of the times that looks... This, like kind of what they did in control there's also actual like easter eggs and remedy crossover universe stuff in the actual game so it's like Max oh Payne hey is making an appearance 
I mean, he's literally in it. Like, oh, yeah. Seen him in the trailers. They like just that. don't have the rights to Max Payne anymore, so he's not Max he's Payne. Alex, but Alex he's Alex Casey, which is yeah. the same, which that song dates back to the original Alan Wake mm-hmm. game. They mentioned that name, but like even then it was like, no, this is Max Payne. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's basically like he looks familiar. Alan Wake is Alan Wake kind of almost, you know, wrote books about Max Payne as sort of kind of what the lore is, even though the name is different now. Yeah. Because he did all the like hard-boiled detective novels, and yeah, so like this game is very different from the first Alan Wake in a lot of ways, and then very similar in others. Like you still have a flashlight, and you still have to burn darkness off of things, but they've tied it to a different, to like a button press now to boost your flashlight. Whereas before, whenever you would aim down sights, that would boost it and use some of your battery. So now you can just aim however you want, like a third-person shooter, and then you hit a different button to boost. And it's still a little bit different uh, for how that goes. They've made it, like, a little less OP from, like, the first one. So, like, uh, some of the stuff, like, um, the flare launcher gun is still very good, but not quite as good as it was in the first style of Wake, where, like, hey, this is our cool lighting tech. We want to make it look insane in the first game. (laughs) (laughs) This one's is still, you know, still very, very good. But you don't get the biggest difference is you have an inventory set, uh, like system now, kind of like survival horror games in quotes. Mm. It's not as much as they say it is. It's not really a survival horror game. Like the only thing it takes from that is you will pick up ammo and things and have to kind of like do some inventory management. And then like some of the save rooms, you have like a little like loot box that you can put stuff over if you can't hold enough of it. But very rarely. Do you really, really have to use it? Because the enemies take a lot of damage before they go down. So if you have to get into a few fights, your ammo, you'll chew through it pretty quickly. How, how long is the game? I haven't looked it up. I haven't looked. No idea. 15 like, hours, maybe? Oh, it's more than that. Because I've done 18 hours so far, and I'm still not close to the end from how I can tell. Uh, which version did you buy? Did you buy the deluxe with the uh, expansion? It's about, it's about tw- 28. Yeah, I, uh, 50, 50, oh, sorry. So yeah, I bought the deluxe version so I'd have the expansions when they come out, basically. But it does the skins that it comes with. It's basically just like the rifles the, or the shotguns that you get early in the game have cool like skins on them that look nice. Got some etching and whatnot on them to make them look fancy. Mm. And then you have alternate outfits that I didn't use. Because I was like, no, I want Alan and Wake to be in his tweed suit. <laughs> and then I want uh, I want Saga. She should have her FBI jacket. So I'm like, I'm just going to leave them as default. Maybe in the future, if I do another playthrough, I can change them then. But for now, it's like, no, it's the same. And then like they even change clothes through the game, too, some. So that's almost just like the starting ones. So I don't know. I haven't looked to see if there's like other alternate things in there. I don't think so. But yeah, you kind of play, but the, have the two different playable characters, and you can, at a certain point in the game, the first time it switches for you, but then another point you can just like switch on your own whenever you want, as long as you're in like the specific save room that has like a. I won't say what it is because it's a slight spoiler, but there's basically, hey, now it's you have the thing that you can save, which is a coffee thermos, which I thought was funny since those were the collectibles in the first game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They're not collectibles in this game, although there are other kinds of collectibles in this game, but they're much better. Plus, you have like a whole map and everything that you can do that will pop things up on it so that you can tell where things are. 
uh, if you've found it or if you sometimes find like here's a thing that will put some stuff on your map to show you like hey there's something over here all that kind of stuff and it's it's also you know like the first Alan Wake it's played sort of in like chapters I think the first Alan Wake I don't know if they call them that or episodes or whatever but like Uh, I think it's episodes right I think think it was in the first one. This one, though, it's uh, chapter and part are the two things. End of part and end of chapter are the two things I've seen pop up. But yeah, like uh, probably even going back to at least Alan Wake, maybe before that, like Remedy likes doing fun things with music in their games. This one is no exception. There's a really, really cool thing that they did with it that I played through recently that's just like, yes... I want more of that. Oh, I'm sad this is over, but it was cool. I will replay that chapter later. <laughs> and then there's other like more minor instances of just like what songs they have at the ends of chapters or something that's playing on a radio, that kind of stuff. Hmm. There's all sorts of like fun tie-ins to the first game. So like there's parts where you're playing in kind of like the the dark uh pr- dark place whatever from the earlier well alan wake was just kind of just like a cool dream world of darkness sort of thing for lack of a better description if you've not played it so like it plays on dream logic so you could enter a door and go this like around a hallway and then you're coming out of a door in a completely different place on a different floor of a building or whatever it'll do things oh yeah i was talking about alan wake one references they'll have like some places where i've seen like there's signage uh, on like in the subway somewhere and it's like looks like from a distance just a normal sign but you get up it's actually like dialogue from Alan Wake 1 that was like oh I remember when they said that that's cool oh I remember that too <laughs> <laughs> there was a part where um, you go you start in the game There's a, you get to the Bright Falls area that the first game was in that's a mm. small town and you go into the like same diner and the jukebox is broken and there's a note on it that basically says we can only listen to the coconut song so oh, much geez. we've gone crazy so we unplug the jukebox uh... so just like little references to the previous game and then there's like I said there's references to control in there you find some evidence of like the FBC poking around, which is like the opposite side from in control where they, you'd find notes about how they were poking around in Bright Falls. And so I actually get to see some evidence in here of like, Oh, Hey, here's this thing. I've played control. I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. And I think based on a few things that I've seen and that have happened so far, that might get more and more explicit with that later in the game. Who knows? We'll find out when I get there. I'm hoping so. Cause I think that'll be really cool. Like, Remedy doing the shared universe type thing. Just, like, lean into it. Do as much as you can. Yeah. But, yeah, it plays super smooth, like, controlled it. It's just you don't float around and use telekinetic powers in this game. Right. (laughs) Well, if I play it, it's going to be... It still has a lot of supernatural weirdness. It's just a different flavor. If I play it, it's going to be mostly on the ROG Ally. So, and it runs pretty well on there at 720p, I hear, so... Yeah, like it was weird. Like people were all like up and arms, like looking at the um, the PC spec requirements before the game came out. Be like, oh, this is crazy! And then when it actually came out, it's like, no, it runs pretty well on yeah. things. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're like meeting the minimum requirements for some stuff, it, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, like I said, even if you can only run it on low, it's still a very, very pretty game. Yeah. 
and I'll probably end up buying it because I'm definitely I always like. I mean, the it's Alan very Wake. pretty. Even on like the console versions, look very yeah. very good. Like it's a quote next gen looking game for sure. Yeah. But yeah, like the, I love just the way that the atmosphere in that game is. Because they've kind of upgraded, like Control already had a really good lighting and shading system, plus with all the like ray tracing on top of it, yeah. it's still a very pretty looking game. And this is just even more so. And instead of being in like a weird, you know, office building for most of the game, you're out in like the forest or you're in fake New York and it's just different environments than you had in Control. So it's even prettier looking from that too. Just from all like the materials they have, they have a really good fog system, which is the best bar none any video game has ever done. Yeah. It is so good. Like walking around in the spooky woods when it, like some fog rolls in and it's like really really dark and spooky. It's just like it's so good. They nail atmosphere in that game all like very well. Yeah, it. I've seen lots of videos on it. It looks really cool. The atmosphere does. Huh? Oh yeah, I am a very happy Remedy fan right now. It's very good. Yeah, cool. Well, you probably talked me into picking it up. So, <laughs> I mean, I'd say it's probably my number two game this year behind Baldur's Gate three. Oh, yeah. At this point, like that's partly it's like it's new, so it's like feels shiny and fun. Right, right. It's just that well made. Yeah, and I was I was gonna hold off, but I thought now now that you. Now that you talk about it, it's like, uh, maybe I won't hold off. Maybe I'll go ahead and get it. Maybe I won't buy Mirage right now. Buy <laughs> He's going to buy it tonight. <laughs> I don't know if I'll buy it tonight because I don't know when I'll have time to play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also yeah. like that Sam Lake, one of the directors of Remedy, is in the games. Like His likeness is in there, but even he as himself is in like a, like some of the live action stuff here or there in like a couple of the clips that is just like makes me laugh yeah. <laughs> if you know who he is you're just like that's why if not you just see him as like he just looks like a really good looking guy in a suit <laughs> like he almost always does in any like interview and stuff but it, he's in the game which I'm like it's funny i like it yeah cool well eric what have you been playing well i mean we already talked about playing Baldur's gate yeah. i'm almost done also have an evil playthrough going on, and like I said, an act two, and just different ways to approach things. Uh, just trying out a couple different things. Um, but, so it's been good. I, and then, actually, what's funny is... I have is, a question about Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. So your, what do they call like, protector or guardian, that's what it is, when you do in character creation, that character... Yeah. Have you done anything um, that they've requested of you throughout the game, or did you resist it? Uh, like, okay, getting into spoilers, like taking the tadpole stuff and things like that. Well, yes, basically that. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fully transform. I took some of the some of the power. Sorry, spoiler, kids. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't fully transform. I know, I know the options in the end. I, I didn't fully transform because I'm like playing a good playthrough. But evil, I'm yeah. taking that and I'm just slaughtering everything that gets in my way. <laughs> I was just curious which way you went. Yeah, and everybody so does something different. Yeah. And, I, and I think I had told you before, I, I totally I screwed up. The romance options are interesting, 
but they're also <laughs> I wish there was a way that if if you blow off somebody, then you could like romance somebody else. It doesn't really work that way unless the path oh, fixed it. You, I, you I know how it works? It works as Kill all of the people that I spent time with, like for the most time in my party, never wanted to romance me or anything. But we it were all like best, best friends. <laughs> yeah, but Will, then, like, good. literally, <laughs> literally everyone else was just like, "Hey, you want to romance me?" I'm like, "No," yeah, and they go. Yeah. So it was like Will and Gail and Halson. Uh, uh, yeah, Halson. I'm just trying to remember like specifically. Oh, I. Th- and then, did you do? I don't remember someone else, but yeah, I was like, I was like, nah. So you, like, I didn't have any romance in my get playthrough. Okay, it was kind yeah. of funny. <laughs> my, my buddy, my buddy was telling me he he romanced the emperor, but you can remind. There's some other like. Um, emperor, oh yeah, the emperor also tried. I'm just like, yeah, no, dude. Like, and they'll, they'll they'll transform. Spoilers. They'll transform into your guardian if you prefer that too. So then you're not looking at the emperor his wonderful getup. I was like, I can't do it, dude. I, there I was only there was only one quote-unquote romance scene in the game. Technically two, but one of them is a black screen uh, that I did in my whole playthrough. <laughs> and then the other one was in the hells. Oh yeah, that I didn't I didn't do things that way, but I uh... <laughs> I was like, I gotta I gotta do this. Like, I, I did the uh, I wanted to see what would happen if I hung out with uh, Will's uh, female friend. So that, that was interesting. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that was very interesting. Actually, I got kinda, to a point in that story where it was like... I got a point in that story where it was like the the uh, goal was like, hey, go talk to her after this happened. It's like, hey, this happened, so go talk to her. And I never did, so she just stood wherever she was the rest you of the what? game. <laughs> and, and, oh, yeah, and you can, you, there's a couple times you can romance, uh, this, uh, you know, sex workers or prostitutes a couple, or say we'll say you can have romantic interactions with them there was a i was thinking about i got one of those for free <laughs> because Actually, the owner of the establishment is a quest reward was like here you yeah. go have one you on get, me i'm like you okay get, <laughs> you, get a, right. you, can get, you can get a couple for free actually if you <laughs> play your cards right but I, i'm sure i missed stuff i was thinking about like and you know oh i know i missed with stuff Asterian, that game is so big it's the last little piece i have before the end and i'm just like i don't know maybe we should just go to the end i mean i know what happens with his stuff I don't really want to. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how much I got I'm the. I'm getting a little burnt out. Is what's happening. I got the good, or I guess I don't know, like the so, most good ending to his. Okay. And then there's like you can yeah. see some things in the world yeah. after that that happens. Yeah. Kind of fun, but yeah, almost all of the uh, companion quests can have some pretty you... dark endings if you don't play them right. <laughs> what did you think the most? time-consuming area was for you. Did you... I would say, for me, the Grim Forge. it took a lot longer because I had to kind of figure out what, what I was doing, and the boss fight was very challenging. And then, like, the monastery, I'm not going to go back and do that again the second playthrough. It was just a, ah, messy and took forever, but I mean, quest rewards are okay. I don't think I... You not do the monastery? Do the monastery or like it's which one was miss. the monastery? I mean, for Lazelle, it's part of her stuff, and you can go get a couple things there. And they got a pretty cool mace that's pretty good in the beginning, like through, like up to Act Three. It's got some cool abilities. I but think I did. Oh, I did do that. I get a weird there's place. That, there's that nasty fight in the monastery that's really, really hard. And I tried it like four or five times. And I said, "Ah, screw it." I didn't have any nasty fights there, so I just must have done it. Because I did it much later in the game than if you directly go there. I kind of looped around and came back to it. I looped around, too. 
But yeah, I don't know. I didn't have trouble in either of those areas. I would say any one area took like more, way more time than anything else because I was just specifically taking my sweet time in all, every area and kind of like combing over all of it yeah. and then moving on. So it was just it was different from you know, like the beginning area to the Act 2 area to like, oh, now you're in the city in the end. So it just feels oh, different. Yeah. So versus it, taking more time, it just looks different, right? I, I liked I liked fighting the dragon. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was pretty cool. It's kind of an interesting sort of thing. And, you know, I never fought one. You never fought one? Oh, cool. I don't think so. All right. Well, spoiler. Unless I'm forgetting, which is very possible because yeah, like, it, it was huge. It was part of like the will quest line, kind of. Oh, then therefore I did not because I didn't do that quest line. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in our evil playthrough, our, in our evil playthrough, he, my friend is like, he's so annoying. You killed him like the first time we met him. I'm like, well, there goes that side quest. Who else can we piss off? <laughs> yeah, so if you're evil, Carlatch, Car she doesn't stay with you. She just leaves. And there's a couple other characters you can't get. So it's kind of interesting. Well, yeah, it's like for a lot of the characters that makes sense because, like, come on. Yeah. Well, I, I was <laughs> if they stayed with you, then it wouldn't make sense. more evil kind of person you could recruit. There's only really one. Well, two kind of. Sterian. Forget. He kind of falls in that category. But anyway, it's a great yeah. game. A I lot of, like, there's a few that fall, like, depending on what choices you make, could go kind of, like, either way, so that's the probably how they go with it, and then they have a few that are just like, no, yeah. I'm like, only this way. <laughs> Shadowheart, Shadowheart can go either way, depending how you play. Yep, yep. Oh, man, when, oh, when she's evil, ooh, she's <laughs> very interesting stuff, like... Based on how she starts, style. I can just guess, because oh, yeah. I did angry. not do the evil she's one, but I'm just everything. like, I can see how that could be very dark. Her name's Shadowheart, for goodness sakes. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a real name, but that's what she goes by. I didn't, yeah, I didn't take my Steam Deck with me when we traveled to Texas. I took uh, my 3DS, so spent some time with that. Hadn't played it in like a year, so I just played the usual stuff. like Prince And of still Peach. had a charge, even though you didn't play yep. for a year. I don't well, know. I, well, actually, I charged it probably. Oh, see, I haven't had mine on in like a year. It sits on my nightstand. I picked it up the other day to dust it off, and I went, you know what? Let me see if it still turns on. Still turned on. Still had a full battery in it. It was like, and it had been on in like a year. It was like this is yeah. Crazy. But what he's leaving out of that story is it was still plugged in. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> um, let's see. I, yeah, I played like Kirby Planet Robobot, and I played some Chinatown Wars, which I forgot. I actually liked that game on DS. Mm-hmm. Makes good use of the touch of the touch screen, the stylus. Um, I tried i don't know why i have project x zone too i think i probably got it when it was cheap and now it's an inexpensive game it's like 100 bucks complete or more really yeah it's expensive go look it up it's it's, it's because it's hard to find i think x zone 2 princess peach is expensive yeah wow i had no idea i played it for a little bit it's a it's a weird mesh crossover like real time like turn based strategy game eh nah i played it for like 20 minutes like ah, maybe it's not I never played it before. It was interesting. And that was it. Been very exciting. I promise there'll be more stuff. I haven't played. I haven't turned on my Xbox in like a, couple, like a month. I need to turn that back. I turned mine on. See, and, and since we don't live stream it anymore, but see now it's white. It's got the. I bought the Starfield cover oh, to put on it, cool. and it works really, really well. It's actually I, not I do, just a little plastic thing. It's like actually I do. durable. And... I do. Yeah, I want. I want to try Starfield. Check it out. <clears> see what it's like. 
Yeah, definitely download it and check it out. I I will play it, but it's it was more than I wanted to get into right now. So I I, I played it for a couple hours and then I went okay. I tried it out. It runs real good. It looks real cool. I like it. I can't. And then I uninstalled it and started playing. Going back. To I have I, was a, I have a massive wish list on Xbox too, and stuff is on sale all the time. And I have all the Xbox credit. I'm like, okay, bye, bye. Yeah. So oh, and I uh, I set my external hard drive away for my Xbox a couple months ago. Uh, get it replaced under warranty. Western Digital sent me back. It works. I load it with games. Able to run stuff off it. No issues. Western Digital is pretty good. I've only had one external hard drive ever, or hard drive ever go bad, and it was a Western it Digital, and they replaced it. Stay it, con- and it, was... it wouldn't stay connected, so I would like try to play a 360 game, right? And yeah. disconnect in the middle of the game. I tried reformatting it. Tried a couple other things. Went down this huge rabbit hole on Reddit. Spent like a couple hours. And I was like, all right, screw it. Weird. Yeah, they're really good about replacing things. I've never had an issue. Uh, you know, the yeah. one one hard drive issue I ever had, and it was them, and it was easy to see it taken care of. So, but yeah, so only got a couple of, of news stories. Not a whole lot this week. Um, they did announce Valve announced a Steam Deck OL, OLED OLED uh, coming out. Uh, there's uh, the 512 and one terabyte version, 550 and 650, uh, well, six, 549, 649, dollar, whatever you want to say. Um, it pretty much is the same dimensions, you know, as uh, as the uh, the old one, so all your accessories will still work with it, you know, as far as the case yeah. goes. I actually did, I didn't watch the Digital Foundry video. I did. Did they, I watched another another person's video did they actually pop the back off of it and show you the inside of it and all the new stuff that they had done it looks completely different on the inside now yeah they've uh, done a lot of rework on the inside for sure yeah i mean a different fan, like fan a different cooling system bigger. Yeah. uh I forget, yeah there's just a bunch of like minor tweaks and things to it like yeah like, i mean hey, they we'll even this up, this up a little bit just like processor speed and stuff's the same but they even changed the screws that hold it together yeah. they're not like yeah, Phillips the screws anymore. Screws they're the torque are... screws now so oh. yeah so i mean you know and the screen's a little bigger the ol it's a hdr oled screen so it's like 7.4 inch where the other one is a seven inch i mean if you have them side by side, you can tell. Which yeah, you can tell. About the same because the form factor is the same. It's just the little bezel that's around it is going to be slightly different. Yeah, but yeah. The screens, the biggest uh, thing is like it's brighter and has HDR. In yeah, it, which RAM's faster. Nice. Uh, the battery's bigger, um, so you get you know you know better uh, better uh, battery life out of it. Um, it's a nice. I mean, from everything that I've seen on it, inside and out, it's a nice refresh. Um, like I was saying, yeah, if you haven't bought one yet, then you would want to buy the. Yeah, one. that's that's the one you'd want to buy. And I actually yeah. had one of the the video, one of the videos I'd seen. It they said even buy the five fifty one that the and he showed it the one with the um the six the the more expensive one with the one terabyte. It has that anti reflective screen on it. And he actually put a glass screen protector on it, and the colors looked better with the glass non screen protector on it than it did with the anti-glare screen protector because it was actually taking away some of the the darkness and stuff and he was like i just i would get it and put a uh, upgrade the ssd in the in it you know because it just has a better picture on it or you could get the extra one and or the uh anti-glare one and then put a screen protector on it so it'll glare and look better (laughs) seems seems kind of silly but you know but 
yeah, I was, it looks really cool. I was, you know, I'm not really even tempted to, to get it. The limited edition one, if, if I could get my hands on that one, I might with the red accents and the see-through case and stuff like that. But even that it's like, eh, you know, I, I think I'll wait for the steam deck too, which they said was probably three or four years out is what they were planning on is what. Um, I mean, that would make sense because that'd give time for this one to be out there for a while and also give time for components to get cheaper yeah. so that they can sell it for a similar price versus charging a whole lot more for it. Yeah, and that's, that and that's what they, uh, the one, one of the guys that I saw, that's what he was impressed with was, you know, they did so much changes on the inside of it and didn't really raise the price of it any. You know, I mean, you know, to get all kinds of new components, I mean, even some of the buttons work better, you know, and stuff like that. It was like, yeah, and for somebody not to you know, charge more money, like, sorry, <clears throat> um, with their, <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> I had to, something there in my throat with the PlayStation. I don't know what that was about, but anyway, you know, they were, uh, they were, they were impressed by that. So, and, and that, is, that is something, and that's something valve, you know, valve can do. So, um, the only other kind of interesting news I found was, uh, Greg street. He was originally one of the guys on war, world of Warcraft, world of Warcraft at blizzard originally, he left them after so many years and went to Riot for quite a while. And now he's left Riot and started his own uh, studio called Fantas- Fantastic Pixel Castle. Um, and they're working on an MMO. Um, it's already, they've got people funding it. they got backers for it. they got a lot of ex-talent from Blizzard and Riot and everywhere else. Uh, but, so what you're saying is we'll see an actual game from them in another three, four years at the earliest because it's an MMO. <laughs> Maybe um, that MMOs was, are not fast to make. <laughs> no, they're not. And that was one of the one of the things they had a big uh, AMA this week that all this announcement stuff came out, and that was one of the things that they were asked about, and they're wanting to you know bring games out quicker, bring them out, and not take you know, five, six years to bring it out. I don't know. We'll see. He's actually going to do a podcast, a monthly podcast with Scott Johnson that, you know, I listen to, uh, where he's going to come on once a month and they're going to talk about the progress of the game and have artists and graphic guys on there to talk about, you know, what's going on with the game. So, yeah, you know, it's, I mean, you can want that and that's great, but that doesn't mean they'll achieve that. Oh yeah. Get in the nitty gritty of it. And like, Oh, Hey, wait, this isn't working how we wanted. And it's just, it's going to be, if it's an MMO, it's not going to be simple. Yeah. So you're going to have all sorts of different complications. Well, and the other thing that's interesting, rest. they are a fully remote studio. They don't have like a building where you go to. They're there. You wherever you're working from, wherever you're at, that's where you're working from. So, yeah. you know. So I don't know. I don't know how that would work either. I mean, I know it worked during the during COVID. So you know, I mean, it depends on the size. There's lots of indies that'll, that yeah. do it that way. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll find out more. All I know is it's it's an MMO, MMO codenamed Ghost, and it's based on a new fantasy IP. That's all they've said. So. Um, I guess we'll see. So, but I like, I like ghost crawler. He was always, uh, 
That's that's what he was. That's what what he is on Twitter. Is gross crawler. I never call him Craig Street. I call him gross crawler. He was always the one who who would shoot his mouth off, and the Blizzard PR people would get mad at him because he would say something that he probably shouldn't say. And he finally just went, "I don't care. I'm going to say what I want to say." And you know, I'm the one working on the game, not the PR department. So. <laughs> and now he runs his own company. So Lord only knows what he's going to say on social media when somebody when people ask him. I mean ask him questions but he seems like a cool guy so um i'm anxious to see what they uh what they come up with because i like i always liked world of warcraft so to see those guys a lot of that talent go somewhere else and do their own thing you know might be cool might not be cool i don't know it may not last who knows i mean time will tell yeah but that's really all I have. I don't have a whole lot, and there wasn't a whole lot going on this week, and I haven't played a whole lot. So, <laughs> anybody else got anything before we call it a show? <laughs> I mean, uh, oh man, I missed it. I should have taken a drink at the exact same time. I know. All yeah. Oh yeah, too. I was all took a drink at the same time. So. Uh, I'm drinking that Game Fuel Mystic Punch based on somebody's recommendation. Yeah, what did you think? What do you think of it? It's okay. Well, I'm not a huge Mountain Dew guy. Yeah. Uh, it just tastes like fruit punch to me. I can't really. I don't really taste. See, I didn't think it was. Anything. I didn't think it was fruity enough. It was yeah, more grapey to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty mild for a fruit punch. Yeah, and and they have what was funny is is they brought out the cherry. Was it cherry lime? Yeah, the they original. had like a red. I, I I didn't see the red one. I just saw yeah. this one. And that was when I, I, I saw both of them this week. And it tastes just like the one that came out when Halo Back in the day. 3 came out. I've still got a can and a <laughs> aluminum bottle full in the other room. That's... It's going to be uh, one day on the podcast, John's like, <laughs> yeah. see how bad. <laughs> I mean, that stuff's however old, however old gamer, gamer Fuel is. It was the original. So, like I said, that's Halo 3, I think. I was I like, think if it's that old, you're not going to get a... You'll just get a No, you'll get a pop. A- and then, and, then and then it'll just, just be syrup. Like yeah, yeah, just come out like sludge. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I found them in a box when we were moving. It's like, oh, I forgot I still had this. <laughs> it'll be uh, like sludge from a Kojima game or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it will. But yeah, I mean, it's I I don't know. I like Mountain Dew, and then the I, I like the Mystic. I was hoping it'd be more fruit punchy than it's more grapey than I thought it would be. But yeah, it's okay. It's fine. It's Mountain Dew. I'll never say, oh, that Mountain Dew's terrible. Well, that gingerbread Mountain Dew they had last year was pretty bad. I never, I never had that. Uh, you uh, didn't. You're, uh, I, I took that bowl for everybody. You're in for a treat. Before I stopped drinking point. soda, that was the, that was not last year. That was before then because I stopped drinking soda long for that. And I had the gingerbread. Well, maybe it was two years ago. I don't remember. I don't it, was, remember. it must have been at least two. Yeah, it probably was. I'd, 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 have to, I'd have to look back through Twitter when I put out a picture. Yeah. Go, look, the new Mountain Dew that I found. <laughs> it's not but, great. No, it wasn't. It wasn't good. I had one bottle of it and went, meh. And I don't even think I finished that bottle. So, Even their alcoholic Mountain Dew's good. So, Well, some of it is. If you... <laughs> If you if you like to have alcohol, not the regular Mountain Dew, the Baja. You keep backtracking on this, man. Well, keep okay. This is good. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> well, I, when I say Mountain Dew, the the of the hard Mountain Dew, the the regular Mountain Dew does not taste good. The Code Red hard tastes good, and the Baja tastes good. Uh, I can't remember what the other one. There was there was another one too, but I don't remember what it was. But if you like those kind of hard pop or seltzers or whatever you want to call them i don't know 
like I said, I'll try any Mountain Dew once, but that's it. <laughs> but, all right. Well, if nobody has anything else, we're going to call that a show. I want to thank you guys for hanging out and listening to us. We'll probably be back in at least two weeks. Um, we may do one, depending on uh, how Thanksgiving week uh, weekend is. If everybody's around, I'll be home Friday. So I'll yep, be around I'll, that I'll Saturday. Around. So. Um, we may, we may try to do a show that weekend. Maybe I, I probably won't have any games to play because I'll be in Disney world all week. So I'll probably just tell you about my trip to Disney world. So well, you don't want to go to Disney world and just play games the whole time. You know what? I didn't take, I didn't take, I didn't take my, my steam deck last year and I'm probably not going to take it again this year. Cause I was like, you know what? I'll Why probably never, yeah. never even turn it on. And I'm yep. the one that drives the 12 hours or 14 hours, uh, however long it is. So it's not like yep. I'm can sit in the passenger seat and drive. I mean, Nikki would be more than happy to drive. I just, I just assume drive it cause I drive for a living. So why not? You know, yeah. <laughs> why would I not want to drive? So, because you drive for a living. Yeah. Because I drive for a living. So <laughs> get a break, John. Come on. <laughs> I know, <it's>, uh, <laughs> but it doesn't feel right riding in a car and I'm not driving. It just doesn't feel right. <laughs> feels weird. <laughs> all right. Well, once again, guys, thanks a lot for listening and hanging out with us and we'll catch you all next time. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.